This is a podcast from Rover. Put me in a rave grave. And bury me at the club. All the best bits from George Drive, 3 till 7pm weekdays. Plus behind the scenes, extra long form chats, and all the random looseness we weren't allowed to air. Welcome to the Big Dance. This is the Sin and Brook Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. G'day. Hello, how you doing? Yeah, good. James, how are we? I'm doing really good. Oh, well, it's lovely to see your face. I'm so sorry that it might be weird that you can't see owls. No, that's all good. I'm chilling. <laughs> How are you? How's it been going? You've been so busy. It's been amazing, honestly. We've uh, been lucky enough to play some shows again in the US, uh, which is just a dream come true. You know, like the last 18 months of no shows and just everything that happened over the last year and a half makes it so much sweeter to be able to, you know, do what we love again and see so many lovely faces in the audience and play new music. So life's really good at the moment. Yeah, last time we uh, touched base with Rufus Du Soul, you guys were gearing up for uh, Red Rocks. How was that? Red Rocks was amazing. So, yeah, that was the first show we uh, played back. And, uh, you know, it being Red Rocks is a little bit daunting in a way because um, we hadn't played in a while. So, you know, we were having dreams about going on stage and forgetting our parts and, <laughs> you know, having all kinds of nightmares like that. And luckily, nothing like that happened. We put, like, a bunch of time into the rehearsals uh, we have a new live show we've been working on um, with lighting, visuals, you know, just a really cool journey. And uh, it was just such a, it was a very surreal experience, to be honest, to be playing up there and see all these people again. It's like easy to forget that people connect with your music when we were kind of hunkered down for a year and a half writing music and you forget that there are people out there. So for it was sure. crazy. Yeah. Uh, you were just saying that like you had nightmares about forgetting or like walking on stage and I was there or forgetting your cue or whatever. And it makes me laugh because it's like, we're just like these local DJs. I get these dreams all the time <laughs> that like my club of 50 haven't turned up or I press Q instead of the play button on the decks. Oh, like- I actually do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, these dreams, are, they, they exist because we've had, you know, experiences over the last 10 years of touring where, things have gone wrong on stage and we're lucky enough we have a really good team now you know who can handle the playback and everything but like early on uh there were so many experiences where like things wouldn't work out and it was just literally us and like our tour manager and we had to try and figure it out and try and uh you know kill time with the audience while things weren't working and you know so we have a lot of funny memories of things like you know, just going wrong for us. Just everything that could possibly go wrong has gone wrong for us in the past. So, as punters, we just watch in absolute awe, and we wouldn't even know that anything <laughs> was that wasn't you know going to plan was going to plan because I feel like it's such a captivating live show that um, we're all like, oh no, this was part of it. This was part of the moment. We're and all just manif- we're all just manifesting together right now. You could probably um... you, hope that, you hope that that's the experience. You know, you hope that they think you're meant to be doing this stuff. Like back in the day, I remember when things would go wrong. Tyrone knew how to play uh, "You Got a Friend in Me," which is the Toy Story song. For some reason, for some reason, we decided that that was the way to like kill time. And then, uh, you know, and then people come up afterwards and be like, "Oh, that was so interesting that choice." Uh, <laughs> But that's really cool. And we're like, yeah, yeah, we meant to do that. Totally. <laughs> you come in to Aotearoa, New Zealand. How exciting. What That was the best news for us to wake up to this morning. Yeah, I'm so pumped to get back there. It's been so long. We haven't been to Australia or New Zealand for like two years now. And, um, yeah, I just miss, like, playing to home crowds. And, you know, we cut our teeth in Australia and flying over to New Zealand in the first, like, four or five years of being a band. So 
a lot of fun memories playing there and like so pumped to come back and play you know all the new songs that we've written over the last two years and you know showcase our new live show which we've been putting so much work into so it's going to be sick I was going to say, a bit of a double whammy. Uh, you got their release tour release dates and then also uh, the brand new album, Surrender. Amazing tracks where uh, we've been running through Alive and On My Knees uh, on Georgia FM. Um, just perfect timing, both. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's just like uh, it's too good to be true right now that, you know, we've been able to release all this new music into the world, which it, it, that's kind of like, you know, you have a, a little child or a baby. Not that I would know. I have no children. But <laughs> you have a child and then you release it into the world and then it's no longer your own little baby or your own little thing that you've been crafting. Now, we've been getting so many cool messages from people that they've been connecting with it in certain ways. And it's a really weird and liberating experience just releasing it. And it's no longer ours. It's like a collective thing. And it's nice for it to be out there and doing its thing. So, yeah, pumped. I feel like it just takes a whole new meaning, though, when you're able to bring it home to Australasia, uh, your your fans down under, and, and present it to them live in person. Because I can only imagine standing up on that stage and presenting this work that you have just done so much mahi, so much work through for, for God knows how long, and then you finally get that reaction. I feel like that's the golden moment for a musician, isn't it? It really is, yeah. That's that's honestly the whole reason like why at least for me and i know for the other guys why we do it is you know that if we can affect any kind of like you know emotional reaction or any kind of change or any kind of connection in someone uh or if the music is in any way therapeutic for someone then that is like the ultimate reason why we do what we do and like you see that in the like the strongest sense when we are playing a show and people know the words to the songs and you see them having like tears rolling down their face or you know, you meet someone after the show and they tell you that they've had a powerful experience to one of your songs. That is really special. And that like that that was what, you know, kept me going when I was younger was, you know, that music was therapy to me. So like if that can be the case for someone else, then that's that's the whole point. On a Wednesday, James, I thought it'd be quite cool to get you involved with this because we do a little feature called The Sweet Spot and uh, it kind of works, Brooke, right? Because we can't go a week on a Wednesday without hearing someone suggest Inner Bloom for The Sweet Spot. Yeah, someone's always piping up on a text machine, coming through. Uh, we, we get them to give us the exact time of each track they're, they're looking at, a little time code, and uh, they're always wanting the Inner Bloom. Right this moment, right here. When those beautiful, like, synthy harp sounds come in and that, and that uh, little breakdown. So we thought maybe, James, you could bring us your sweet spot today. Um, yeah, well, there's a... Basically, this is the thing that I kind of love the most about making music is, like, the, you know, focusing on the details and getting weird sound sources. And we have a lot of fun doing that in our music. And we did that a lot on this record where we were using interesting sounds that, you know, for example, for drums, we weren't using drum sounds we'd use the sound of like wood knocks or like bricks dropping on the ground pitching them down and then it sounds really textural yeah, uh, and then so one of the tracks on this record on my knees we had a lot of fun with um you know creating a soundscape and uh we basically when we jammed the idea it was originally it was just like this techno jam with like the bass like the boop, 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 and a kick and this beat uh and then we started uh pulling in these samples from this bbc sound library and then we found this elephant sound, basically, that sounded kind of like a synth winding up, like a... <laughs> so in On My Knees, there's basically the sound of an elephant, uh, which is just a... It, for me, that's a little sweet spot. 
because it just revs me up. It feels really wild and chaotic. Um, I've got a question for you. I've been dying to ask Rufus Dussol. Oh, here we go. Uh, so, because okay. um, uh, just remind me, because you said that you found an elephant sound. So, mm-hmm. um, at kick-ons all the time, <laughs> I spin a yarn that the track you were right samples dolphins. You know the bit I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, it's like, I think I need dolphin yarn. Yeah, the is that it that a dolphin? Is it a dolphin? Yeah, no, it's not a dolphin, oh. but um, it's basically we layered a few synths and. Uh, I think with that song, it was just like we were finding aggressive, bold sounds that sounded kind of like, I mean, on that whole album, we were trying to make sounds that sounded like they were animal sounds. So, like, if there was a little synth, you know, rezo sound, like going, it sounded like chipmunky or sounded like a little aquatic ocean creature. (laughs) So I think it was in our heads kind of we were trying to make it sound like some dolphin, you know, like whale song vibes. So I think there is a little, there's a tie in there. I'm going to carry on with this yarn at kick-ons. I'll, I'll carry yeah, it on for you. Keep it going. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's... James, Rivers Dussault, thank you so much for joining us. We know that life is so busy for uh, you guys as a band and as a family, but um, we are so excited with the news that you're coming back home. You're coming back to New Zealand to treat us to the new album and the new live production show. Um, we cannot wait, and we will see you very, very soon. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Can't wait to be back there. Peace, guys. For listening to the Sin and Brook podcast, catch George Drive with Sin and Brook 3 till 7 pm weekdays on George FM. George.